In the nutrition field, many professionals find themselves in red oceans, competing on the same services, approaches, and client demographics. The opportunity lies in identifying unmet needs or client groups, developing new services, or approaching nutrition and health in innovative ways that are not currently being addressed. Differentiation is critical to creating a blue ocean, not just in services, but also in how your services are communicated and delivered. Welcome to the Nutrition Content Creator Podcast. This is where health and wellness professionals come to nail their nutrition content game, scale their practices, and get clients the results they are looking for. Get ready to unlock your potential as a nutrition professional. I'm your host, Jeannie Petrucci, registered dietitian, nutritionist, culinary coach, and expert nutrition content creator. And I'm super excited to go on this journey with you, supporting you with actionable steps you can take to save time and become more competitive. In this podcast, I'll provide you with solutions. I'll be sharing my knowledge and expertise on how to create compelling, dynamic nutrition content that attracts, serves, and retains your ideal clients. Content that also supports you with growing your practice. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to the podcast and for taking time out of your busy holiday schedules to join me today. I'm really excited to have this conversation with you where we're going to explore several resources that are always within my reach at my desk. These are books that I have not only read, but that I refer to often. They are dog-eared, highlighted, and littered with notes. None of these books are about building a private practice specifically. They're about broader business and marketing strategies and about foundational principles that can propel the growth of any business, including your private practice. These are books that business coaches draw on to sell you expensive coaching programs. So why not start with spending less than $100 for all of them and reading them yourself first. Whether you're just starting out or you're looking to scale your nutrition practice, the principles in these books that we'll talk about today can offer you a fresh perspective and actionable strategies to help your practice thrive. I wish I had read these resources when I was actively growing my practice, but either some were not available yet or I didn't see them as valuable to what I was trying to accomplish. These books should be required reading for anyone looking to attract, serve, and retain clients in their business. As you know, these are the three tenets that I mention often that are necessary for you to building a thriving practice. For each one of these resources, I'm going to offer you a summary of the core content, how it is relevant to our industry, and an action that you can take in your practice drawn from the principles presented in each book. So, here is our top three reading list. The first one is Blue Ocean Strategy by W. Chan Kim and Renee Mauburn. The second is Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. And the third is $100 million Offers by Alex Hermosi. I'm going to begin with Blue Ocean Strategy, and that is intentional. I think, you know, even if you've read the other books already, like, it's okay to go out of order and then read Blue Ocean Strategy, but I think that the principles presented in this particular book are really foundational. Uh, it had such a profound impact on the trajectory of my business that I published an entire podcast about it and the impact that it had on my business and my life, really, 
Uh, you can listen to that podcast, episode number four, for details. Let's begin by defining what a blue ocean is. Uh, this book contrasts two types of market spaces, red oceans, where competition is fierce in an existing marketplace, and blue oceans, which represent untapped new market spaces. The core idea is to move away from the cutthroat competition of red oceans by creating new demand in a blue ocean. This is achieved through innovation and offering something unique that renders your competition irrelevant. So here are some red ocean examples in nutrition practices. General weight loss coaching is a very common area in nutrition with intense competition. Practitioners offer standard weight loss programs, often using similar dietary guidelines and approaches. That is a red ocean example. Another example is basic dietary planning. For example, offering general meal planning services without any specialization. This service is widely available and often competes heavily on pricing. Generic health and wellness coaching. Very broad, non-specific wellness coaching that encompasses kind of standard nutrition advice without differentiating based on unique client needs or demographics is a typical red ocean. Now let's take a look at some blue ocean examples in nutrition practices. Nutrition for athletes. Specializing in dietary planning and health management for athletes, focusing on cognitive enhancement, energy management, and overall health in a high-stress environment. Another example might be gut health specialization for autoimmune disorders. So just focusing on gut health alone is probably becoming a bit of a red ocean, but here I'm giving a more targeted description of gut health specialization for autoimmune disorders, making it more of a blue ocean. Here you can offer personalized nutrition plans based on cutting-edge research in microbiome health. Another blue ocean example Nutrition for Genomic Profiles, providing nutrition counseling based on individual genomic profiles, offering highly personalized dietary advice that aligns with the client's genetic predispositions and health goals. Here's another example of a blue ocean, plant-based transition coaching. So specializing in helping individuals transition to a plant-based diet is really popular, but still remains somewhat of a blue ocean because there aren't that many people doing it. Uh, you could focus, to make it even more of a blue ocean, you could focus on a specific market segment like athletes or those with specific health conditions or environmental concerns. Another blue ocean example, nutrition for aging populations. Tailoring nutrition advice for seniors or aging adults, focusing on maintaining muscle mass, bone health, cognition, and managing other age-related issues through diet. And the last example I'll give here is culinary nutrition for food allergies. Now, it could be culinary nutrition for any niche, really. Uh, here, you're going to be combining culinary skills with nutrition knowledge to create personalized, allergy-friendly recipes and meal plans ideal for clients with specific food intolerances or allergies. Let's talk about blue oceans and their relevance to the nutrition industry. Competitive landscape in nutrition. In the nutrition field, many professionals find themselves in red oceans, competing on the same services, approaches, and client demographics. The opportunity lies in identifying unmet needs or client groups, developing new services, or approaching nutrition and health in innovative ways that are not currently being addressed. 
Differentiation is critical to creating a blue ocean, not just in services, but also in how your services are communicated and delivered. Here is some actionable advice you can take for applying blue ocean strategies in your practice. First, assessing the current market. Assess your current market space. Are you competing in a red ocean? What are the commonalities in services and approaches and client types that you share with others in your red ocean? Finding your blue ocean. Brainstorm to identify gaps in the market. This can involve niche services. It could involve unique delivery methods, unique content and offers, which you know we're big fans of, combining nutrition with culinary instruction, of course, big fans, uh, or targeting a client base that is currently underserved. Innovation and experimentation. The Blue Ocean strategy encourages innovation, perhaps by integrating technology, maybe, or focusing on unique dietary needs, maybe collaborating with other wellness professionals to offer comprehensive or novel packages. Experiment with different kinds of innovation that you can get comfortable with. So if you're not comfortable with technology, maybe that's not a type of innovation that you're going to chase. Maybe instead you'll focus on unique dietary needs of your population. And then test and learn. Start small with new ideas, get feedback, and iterate. Finding a blue ocean is a process, so be patient and explore and learn. In your Content Cure Bundle this week, I am including our Blue Ocean Strategy Workbook. In it, you'll find plenty of direction for discovering and creating your own Blue Ocean practice. Now we'll move on to our second book and resource, Building a Story Brand. Building a Story Brand introduces a seven-part framework designed to help you clarify your message using the principles of storytelling. This framework revolves around understanding the journey of the customer, your client, as the hero of the story, with you acting as their guide. Here are the elements of the framework, one through seven. A character, number one, has a problem, number two, and they meet a guide, which is you, number three, who gives them a plan, number four, and calls them to take action, number five. You also help them avoid failure, number six, and it will end in success, number seven. In podcast episode number five, I talk more about this framework and I provide you with a resource for building it out. I can't tell you how many times per week I refer to my own story brand framework, whether it's for sales pages, ad copy, emails, or business proposals. It's an invaluable business document. When you position the client or potential client as the hero of the story, as Miller suggests, you are actually putting into action a client-centered approach to healthcare, a term which we often hear in the health and wellness space. In the nutrition industry, creating a narrative and plan that centers around your client's health journey can be more effective than simply promoting your services. It's about understanding and addressing the specific health goals, challenges, and aspirations of each client. Now let's talk about the relevance of these story brand principles to the nutrition industry. Storytelling can be a really authentic way to attract, serve, and retain your ideal clients. Let's first talk about how storytelling is relevant to attracting clients to your practice. 
Instead of leaning on traditional advertising methods where your services and your expertise are highlighted, lean into the power of client success stories or even your own story to draw new clients into your practice. These stories that are rich in personal experiences and transformations will resonate more deeply with potential clients than simply a list of your offerings. Your brand's story plays a crucial role here. It encompasses the essence of why you started your practice or your unique approach to nutrition and health and the distinct qualities that set you apart. A compelling brand story doesn't just inform. It creates a connection, it sparks interest, and it draws clients who resonate with your philosophy and your values. Your brand story isn't necessarily your origination story, like your how I got started in my nutrition practice story. It's a story about why you serve your clients in the unique way that you do. In addition to helping you attract clients, storytelling can also help you serve them with story-driven content. Storytelling extends into the content that you provide. It can support making complex nutrition concepts relatable and understandable. When you share stories of how specific nutrition strategies have transformed others' lives, it can be more than education. It becomes inspiration. Storytelling can also demystify nutrition, breaking down barriers and making your education more accessible and actionable. It's about showing clients the how and why through narratives that they can see themselves in, thereby enhancing the services that you provide. Storytelling positions the client as the hero of the story. They see themselves in it. This will make them feel more connected to you and your brand. It is a, does this sound like you approach? Now you don't necessarily have to say that, although you can certainly say that on sales pages. But by just telling someone else's story that is similar to your current client, it can illustrate a path of success. Storytelling can also help you retain clients by building trust. Authentic stories do more than just attract new clients and help you serve existing ones. They build trust and credibility to support retention. Clients are seeking reliable, proven solutions. When they see and hear real success stories that they can see themselves in, Their confidence in your practice grows, encouraging long-term commitments. Additionally, storytelling fosters a sense of community among your clients. When you share stories, you're inviting your clients to be part of a larger narrative. This engagement goes beyond a typical client-practitioner relationship, creating a community where clients feel valued, heard, understood, and part of a collective journey towards health. Now let's talk about some actions that you can take to applying storytelling to your nutrition practice. In your content cure bundle this week, I'm providing you with the storytelling framework. Complete this worksheet and start practicing. One of the best ways to tell your stories is through video, and I provide you with guidance here as well. It's not until you start practicing telling stories that you can get comfortable with them. So trust the process, practice, and you'll eventually nail it. I promise. Now let's talk about $100 million offers. Alex Hermosi covers the art of creating offers so valuable and compelling that they become virtually irresistible to the target audience. It's about understanding and clearly communicating the value that your service provides. Here are the core tenets that this book covers. First, creating an irresistible offer. Hermosi guides you through the creation of an irresistible offer. I followed his framework step-by-step 
and it definitely works. I'll say that for most of us, this will be uncomfortable as we place high value on our services already. But I have found it to be true that an offer is not irresistible to your clients until it becomes uncomfortable for you. The second you think, I'm giving away too much here, you're probably at the sweet spot. Which brings us to the next point, value over price. The book emphasizes that the focus should not be on competing with lower prices, but rather on enhancing the perceived value of your offer. This shifts the conversation from cost to worth. The more value you add, the more you can protect and justify your pricing. Another core tenant is the client-centric approach, which was actually present in both the story brand framework as well as Blue Ocean strategy. Understanding the client's deepest needs and desires is key. Offers are tailored to solve specific problems or fulfill specific desires of clients, making them more appealing. Another tenant is reducing barriers. While you may have an irresistible offer, if someone does not already trust you or if they are skeptical, these will be barriers to purchasing your offer. The best way to reduce this barrier is to, where appropriate, offer guarantees to alleviate risk and build trust. Guarantees show confidence in your services and aligns your success with your client's success. Now, for nutrition services, you want to be a bit careful here because you cannot guarantee something that you are not personally responsible for. For example, someone losing weight. But you can be responsible for delivering a valuable experience in your program that delivers what it promises to. Now let's talk about the relevance of $100 million offers to the nutrition industry. In our profession, we often offer similar services to others like dietary consultations, meal planning, or wellness coaching. The challenge is to differentiate these services in a way that makes them irresistible to potential clients. The best way to do this is to add value until you are uncomfortable. Once you have your irresistible offer in place, you'll need to be able to communicate its value. This is going to be your unique value proposition. I cover this in depth in episode number four of this podcast called Blue Ocean Strategy. You can see now how these three resources are coming together to really support the foundation of growth for your private practice. The last point that we'll cover as it relates to relevance for the nutrition industry is perceived value in health. The concept of value is particularly important in health and wellness, where clients are not just looking for services, but for transformative health outcomes. This demands a deeper understanding of what clients truly value and seek in a nutrition professional. And I believe that this book will give you a huge advantage here, as it will not only help you create something that has immense value, but it also supports you with communicating it to your ideal customers. All right, let's talk about some actions that you can now take for creating your irresistible offer. Here is a summary of Hermosi's steps to creating your irresistible offer. In your content cure this week, I am going to be providing you with a fillable worksheet for this, but let's just cover it quickly here. There are eight steps to creating your irresistible offer. Number one is identifying your ideal client. Now, you are going to see some similarities to the story brand framework, and that is intentional. So a lot of this work you will have been doing in the other frameworks, and you can just carry it over to here. So again, first is identifying your ideal client. Understand who they are. 
This involves knowing their needs, their pain points, their desires, and what they truly value. The more specific you are about who you are serving, the more tailored and effective your offer can be. If you've not already identified your ideal customer avatar, don't move on one more step. I want you to visit episode number one of this podcast called Are You Feeding Your Starving Audience? This will help you identify your niche, their pain points, aspirations, and the challenges that they face in achieving their health goals. Number two, understand the client's desired outcome. Determine what your client really wants to achieve. In the context of nutrition, this could range from weight loss to managing a specific health condition. The key is to focus on the end result that your client is seeking. Number three, quantify the value of the outcome. Assign a value to the outcome from the client's perspective. This involves understanding the impact that achieving this outcome has on their life. For example, how does improving someone's diet contribute to their overall well-being, productivity, or happiness? Number four, create a solution that delivers the outcome. Design your service or product specifically to achieve the desired outcome. Ensure that what you offer is not just a collection of features, but serves as a pathway to the result that your client wants. Number five, add bonuses to enhance value. Include additional items or services that complement the main offer and increase its perceived value. This could be extra resources, personalized support, additional tools, or access to exclusive content. Number six, offer a risk reversal. We talked about this a little bit. Reduce the client's perceived risk of taking you up on your offer. This can be done through guarantees. You could also offer free trials or other assurances that demonstrate your confidence in the value of your offer. Number seven, communicate your offer clearly. Ensure that your offer is communicated in a clear and compelling manner. Highlight not just the features of your services, but the benefits and the transformation that the client will experience. Number eight, price the offer appropriately. Set a price that reflects the value of the transformation that you are providing, rather than just the cost of the service. The idea is to price based on the value to the client, not just on the market rates or what the competition is charging. By following these steps, Hermosi argues that you can create offers that are not only irresistible to your target market, but also clearly communicate the value and transformation that your ideal clients will experience. This approach shifts the focus from competing on price to competing on the value that you're delivering, which can be particularly effective in industries like nutrition, where the outcomes can significantly impact the client's quality of life. Now let's summarize what we've talked about today. I shared with you three pivotal resources that are staples on my desk and can be crucial to the growth of any business, including nutrition practices. These books, Blue Ocean Strategy, Building a Story Brand, and $100 Million Offers, underscore a fundamental principle. Creating and communicating value is at the core of any successful business strategy. A recurring theme across these books is the necessity for adding and communicating value. To do this, you need a substantial amount of content. Content that demonstrates value, educates clients, and differentiates your services in a competitive red ocean market. For those working with business coaches or are considering it, these principles are likely to be a focus of your sessions, leaving you with a to-do list that includes creating lots of content. Our goal here is to support you. If you're looking for assistance in generating this content, we are here to help. Our membership offers access to a wealth of resources tailored to help you build and grow your nutrition practice. 
Now for your content cure for this week. Your content cure this week is a bundle of resources, including a Blue Ocean Strategy Workbook, the Story Brand Framework with directions for creating a video sales letter, and building an irresistible offer worksheet. The link for downloading your content cure for this week is in the show notes. Now for our Q&A segment of the podcast. This question came through on our private Facebook group, Scale Your Nutrition Practice. If you're looking to get support and be part of a very active conversation about using various types of content and strategies to grow your practice, this is the place to be. The question came from Melissa, and she asked, I am an RN and functional medicine certified health coach who is excited to use the Fight Inflammation with Food course in a group setting on Zoom. I've almost got everything finished within my EHR, but I'm not settled on pricing yet. My aim is to have a four-week program with a weekly group coaching session that would be tailored to each week's content. Any suggestions for pricing something like this? Thanks in advance for any direction. I answered Melissa's question with another question. Have you sold a course or group program before, or is this the first time your community is being introduced to this type of support? Her answer was that this was the first time she was offering the course. She offers one-on-one coaching and a low-cost membership program, but has never launched a course to her community. My recommendation to Melissa was to run the course as a beta first. Either run it free to a small group of membership participants for feedback or as a low-cost program to a limited number of clients. Here's why I recommended this for those of you who are looking to offer courses to your community. First, the course has yet to demonstrate any value to the community. Melissa is lucky in that it seems she already has good buy-in to her services and membership, but the course is new. To demonstrate value and ensure the success of the offer, she'll need to offer it as a beta program first. Running a beta test can help you ensure that your course is successful, engaging, and valuable to your target audience. It can also help you refine your marketing strategy and build a loyal community of customers who are invested in your course. Second, a beta program will also let you know pretty quickly if your technology is working and if your user experience is a good one. Thirdly, while running a beta may seem like an extra thing to do, it will, in the end, save you time and money from running a program that has not been tested. I covered this logic and steps of offering a beta before a course in episode number 16 of the podcast. There's a downloadable resource there. That's it for today. Thank you for joining me. I trust that you found value in this episode. Be sure to follow this podcast and remember to download your resources in the show notes. Visit us at livingplaterx.com for complete show notes and access to all the evidence-based nutrition content you need to create a thriving practice that serves up the most delicious and irresistible content your clients are looking for. And don't forget to tune in again next Tuesday as we continue to explore the latest trends in nutrition content marketing.